Check, check. White check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. This is it. We're starting the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Today. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. Pacific. Thursday, January 2nd, and we are live. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. All right, just had to adjust my microphone a little bit. We're ready to go. Here we go. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let's talk some Anaheim. Uh, looking forward to a great show. We have Paul Parabinos and Randy Villade coming on. So it should be good times. We're going to talk about Anaheim 1. we got lots going on, lots happening. Excitement is in the air, and uh, we're going to be here every Thursday with you for one hour. 702-586-7857, as always, to give us a call. We're going to give away a Fly Racing work stand and a set of Pro Taper tie-downs away. These things are amazing, these tie-downs. I absolutely love them. So we're going to give that away. And, uh, man, we really appreciate you guys listening. So taking your calls, holding things down over there in the corner. He's back for another year. One more year. Feels the good. legendary. Feels good to be back, Steve. How are you? It's been a long time. You, uh, you came in... Uh, it would have been the Rio Moto sixty four designations or a Monster Cup or Negative. was it? Okay, nope, so nope. it has been since the last national last year. You Correct. Uh, you are uh, your family is another proud owner of another intense Taser. Yeah, it's growing. It grew by one. Got one. Uh, actually, my mom got one for my dad since he's getting up there in age. He's a perfect candidate for a uh, e bike. We went out on our maiden ride yesterday, and he loved it. It was a great time. They're great. They're great, aren't they? They are great. They're good for me because I put it in the... I usually ride in the trail mode yep. just so I can blast around everywhere. I know you're uh, more of an eco mode man myself just for the uh, fitness aspect yeah. of it and everything, yep. but uh, yep. they're just they're great bikes in general. I've been really happy with mine. In 10 cycles, Pulpamex 10 is the code to save with those guys, so thanks for uh, thanks for all those guys do for, for us. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer, pound on the desk, demand to see Fly Racing. Whether it's the FR5 boots, the Evo gear, whether it is the Formula helmet, I absolutely love it, and uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for making things happen. For us, Pro Taper as well. Uh, since 91, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components through revolutionary ideas like the 1 and 1 8 handlebar and the micro bar. Pro Taper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles Husqvarna factory racing Geico Honda JGR Chad Reed and multiple athletes put their trust in pro taper so thanks to pro taper for making it happen Maxxis tires as well MXST tires developed by the king Jeremy McGrath used by 
uh, Bernard Kerr in Supercross and Alex Ray as well. Uh, so thanks to Maxis for making that th- that happen. Mountain bike tires as well. Uh, great mountain bike tires. And of course, Get products. Get and Athena. Destroy the start with the folks at Get. Uh, ECU's two-stroke and four-stroke. And Athena's got a full line of top ends and overbores and or big bores and everything like that. So thanks to uh, the folks at Get. If you want a deal on something from the folks at Get or Athena, email us using the contact form on pulpmex.com, and we can pass that on, and uh, we'll get a deal that way. So, again, uh, Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show, back for another year. Let's go hot right away. Brian, what's up, man? How are you? Happy New Year, Steve. You hope, too. Uh, hope you're well. I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Good. So, I, I realize this may be a, a bit of a ludicrous statement. Um, however... With all the pressure that uh, that Tomac may be having uh, right now to win the championship, which I understand, uh, and this is by perception only, I think there's a person in Kawasaki that has a little more pressure to to win a championship, even though the stakes are obviously a bit lower, and that's Fortner. Uh, I don't know what you think about that, but I realize it's a 250 championship. But, um, man, when you've made – I mean, you were the daddy of the field last year, and you gift-wrapped something like that so much, and – I mean, and and then, you know, you go, I know he's going out west to face the, the West champion, Ferrandis, but I think you've got to bring it home this year. I think he has more pressure than Tomac to bring it home. Uh, uh, yeah, you're not wrong. It's just, you know, 450s are the premier spot, sport, uh, premier class. So, you know, there's more eyes on 450s. 450s get more coverage. There's more deals on 450s. So, right. you know, the, in that part, I think the pressure is higher on Tomac. Um but you're not wrong. Yeah, Forker does not have a title. Uh, he doesn't have any outdoors or indoors. He's got a lot of right. wins, right? And like you said, he's got to make it happen, man. This is his third year already, and uh, you know, yeah, I, I I would agree with you. I, I think it's time for Forkner, and he's the heavy favorite, don't you? Don't you think? Yeah, and the other thing too is, <clears throat> I mean, I realize that he may have another year in two fifties. I, I don't know what Mitch is going to do, but that championship is going to put uh, put some more. It could put some more zeros on his contract at the end. I mean, yep, and. And and it's not like Adam because Adam never, um, even even before last year, like I said, never showed the field that he was their daddy. I mean he, I mean he was good, he was fast, but and you know and, and but Fortner has yeah. showed that yeah. that he's what it is, and, right. he, and he's got to pull it. I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I think he'll yep. stay down another year. I've heard he wants yeah. to go up, and you know, obviously AC only has a one year deal and. All of that, but I, I think he'll stay down. I really do. I, I just, yeah. I, I mean, whether it's Sexton or Forkner, let's get some titles before you. Let's dominate the the. Let's dominate the uh, 250 class before we move up. You know. Hey, can I throw one more thing at you real quick? Sure. I, I didn't. I didn't tell. For fantasy, so I've never played before. I don't have any friends that like mono either. Are you? Do- Obviously, me being a non-rider, do you guys have any any prizes for uh, for more of non-riders? Or is it all pretty much riders. I've never I've never played. Uh, we got we got casual stuff in there. We have okay. uh, yeah, we have some different prizes that you know are, can, can be done. Not I've had a few. I've had a few people email me. No, I've had some people email me and say, "Hey, man, I don't even have a bike. I don't want your prize." Yeah. And so what we what we'll end up doing is give them a gift certificate so they can buy something else on the website. Like you know, we we can work with people. So yeah, yeah. Okay. No problem with that. All right. All right, Brian. Thanks, man. You we'll too. You. Thank you. Bye. Coming right up with uh, Paul Parabinos uh, here shortly. Let's go to Kyle on two. Kyle, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I was going to ask you about um, whenever they're getting the race bikes ready for race day. Mm-hmm. Is it is it more difficult for the KTM and Husqvarna riders 
who get comfortable on their bikes being still frame. I mean, how many hours do they put on these bikes? And no, yeah, they I, I, they don't. They only put like an hour on them before Anaheim. So, yeah, they're. I mean, I worked at. I worked in the era of steel frames, so I can attest that everybody at Anaheim on a steel frame, their race bike is different, and it feels quite different than their practice bikes. You know. So yep. you have a point there for sure. Uh, the number of times I heard my riders say, I like my practice bike better. Uh, and most of that is due to the stretch of the frame. Um, so, does yeah. Anybody ever wear, does anybody ever ride their practice bike at, at A1 just for a comfortable? Mm, no. Bike? People do ride their practice bikes for mud races, though. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Gotcha. If it's an Anaheim, they'll, they'll wheel over their practice bike and, and, and ride, ride with that. So, um, no, it's just something you got to work through, Kyle, to do that. You know? Gotcha, man. So, Oh, man, I appreciate it. Good question. Thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to our, our first guest. Like I said, Randy Vallade is coming up from Pro Taper. Uh, this man has been on the show many times before. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? How's it going? Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. Yeah, you, yep, uh, yep. you're usually on here as a, as a representative of Pro Taper. Today we're going to get Randy Vallade on because you have a new job at Renthal now. So you went uh, straight over there. But we still, yeah, we still want yeah, to bench yeah. race with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my guy led led most of the main event last year, so I got some info still. He did, he did. Um, hey, that last question, though, uh, did you hear that about the steel frames? I didn't hear it. Well, Yeah, was he, he was just saying, you know, how much different is it for the guys on the steel frames, Husky and KTMs, when they go to Anaheim? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they'll complain. Every, all the riders complain about their, their new bikes, how, how tight they are and how, how they feel different. Uh, at least that was my experience. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, we experience the same thing. And, and you oftentimes don't want to put a lot of time on a on a on a race bike beforehand, but you almost need to for those guys to feel comfortable. So, yep. um, I mean, I was chatting with my buddy Brock Tickle yesterday, and he's his second day on his Husky, and he feels the same thing. He's just super rigid compared to his old bike because it's all yeah, it's all know, new, stacked out and stretched out. So, yeah, just deal yeah. with it, right? I mean, that's all we used to say. Just deal with it. Like, sorry, bud, sorry. Yep. You know. Yeah, gotta gotta ride it. Yeah. Right, right. I, I, Villo used to just launch it. His, you know, we used to break and practice bikes at DC at the Cowie track, and I, I remember watching Villo just launch his bike off a single out onto the flat somewhere, just trying to trying to squash the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, so hey, the, um, Dean Wilson, your guy, uh, he made it for Anaheim one. Of course, he had that bad injury uh, last year. He's he's going to line up. W- what do you think his percent? Wh- what percent is he at? Um, man. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, he's been riding for a little bit. He, you know, he sent me a video actually the first day he's riding, and, and it's honestly a huge accomplishment for him just to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I would say he's maybe seventy percent. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to take some time. It's going to take you know three, four, five rounds for him to really to kind of race himself back into being fully in shape and yep. confidence and speed and everything. He's definitely a little bit behind, but. But he is going to show up. He is going to race, and he has a chance of, of racing 17 rounds again. So that's um, that's the biggest accomplishment. And, and, yeah. and we spent a lot of time in physical therapy together this this December because we went to the same place. I was doing my knee, and he was dealing with his hip. So um, he worked really hard. So I'm just happy to see. I'll, I'm happy to watch him on Saturday. Yeah, I think it'll be great. And and yeah, just you know, Dean, just just get get in there, get inside the top 10 or right around there, and, and build on that. And, and and you know, it'll be a great year for him. Going forward, no one will remember, you know, if he's if he's hitting his stride and getting top fives by round seven and eight. No one's going to remember, you know, what he struggled with in, in the first races. But but he needs to struggle to get into that top five. Do you know what I mean? Like he has to have that part of it. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. And that's that that's going to be the honestly the hardest part part for him. I think is just is checking his ego, right? right and like right. and just and just 
and trying to deal with the frustration of, hey, like I, I can't really, I'm not, you know, top 10 right now, but I, he definitely can be top 10, top five, and, and hopefully try to get a podium by the end of the year, but he needs to be healthy to be there. And um, so I think he's just going to, it's going to be all about managing expectations and staying healthy in the beginning. Listen, Pulp Max Fantasy, you're a big uh, part of setting the handicaps for the Pulp Max Fantasy. Where's Dean going to be at? Uh, right now, Dean's a three. Um, All right. So he would have to get 13th. Or I'm sorry, he'd have to get 14th to get double points. Um, so um, I think maybe he's capable of that, but I really don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, he has been doing some some 20 minute motos. So I, you know, the one thing you know you get with Dean when you talk fantasy is you know he's not going to quit. Never ever will he ever pull off or quit. So that's what makes him a safe pick to me. But um, but that'll be tough, I think, to finish there based on how much he's been riding. It's just hasn't been hasn't been much. Pulp Max Fantasy, sign up, uh, people. We got only a few couple days left to go. We're going to do our fantasy podcast this afternoon with all of our of all of our picks so yeah please stay tuned listen to that podcast as well it'll help you uh be a little bit more educated about what's going on and maybe help you pick up a few tips and tricks while while, while you're at it pulp max fantasy should be fun kicking off yeah yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good we have a lot more prizes we're giving away yamahas this year um and uh yeah we've just been kind of waiting for uh entry lists to be updated they're still not fully updated but luckily we have um some good connections and good friends in the sport and i think well, we got the list as accurate as it can be um and that yeah, that'll be up later that leads me to my next point with you and i told you we were going to talk about this before the show <laughs> these fucking teams like seriously like we don't know who's racing <laughs> 250s we do not know it is two days before the, the biggest supercross ra- okay never, never mind the biggest supercross race Anaheim 1 is the biggest race, off-road motorcycle race in the world, without a doubt. All the GP teams will be watching. They all will watch it. All the European teams will watch it. Everybody cares about it. Everyone in America cares about it. Everyone all over the world cares about this race, and we don't fucking know who's racing. 250 class? Like, really? Seriously? Seriously, teams? We don't know? I I just... This blows me away. This is so stupid. Now, I don't know. Your guy, Mitch Payton, started it, and everyone just followed suit. But, Paul... Who do we think is racing 250 class this Saturday night? Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I, I'm honestly I'm 99% sure. And and you know, between you and I, and you know, I think maybe Pulp is one of the only media outlets you can probably get this information because we are we do have a lot of people that we're connected to. But when it comes to PC, they're going to send Forkner and McAdoo, those guys broken race bikes on Sunday. Um, I have insight over there. I know for sure that's what who they're sending. Um, it looks like Geico will be sending uh, Christian Craig, Jet Lawrence, and Jeremy Martin. That's not on the entry list. Jeremy Martin's still not on the entry list, but I'm pretty positive. Because, did you say? Uh, did you say Christian Craig? You said Craig. I, I said Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig, yeah. Jay Martin, Martin Jet. Jetson yep. from uh, from Geico. Um, I think uh, JGR is going to send Alex Martin. He's on the entry list. I, um, another one that's kind of up in the air a little bit, but I'm pretty positive. Uh, the West team for Star Racing will be Ferrandis um, with a number one plate and Justin Cooper. Um, there's been some talk about maybe McElrath and Ferrandis, but mm-hmm. for sure we know Colts on the East due to an injury, so uh, I think it'll be Ferrandis and Cooper there. Most men will go for Husky, and um, Derek Drake and Brandon Hartraft will be the TLD team. So those are your major, major players. There's also the Penrite Honda team are sending some guys, so they'll have Luke Clout and Mitchell Oldenburg. Oldenburg, yep, yep. Um, um, and then there'll be some, you know, higher end privateers and whatnot. But yeah. but those are your kind of big team players. Yep. Yep. All right. So who do you like for that title? I mean, I think the two 
favorites, like, you know, before we get started to me are Forkner and Ferrandis. Yes. Um, I, I, I really like Forkner in the beginning of the season. Uh, he just, he's such a strong starter to the season. And I think if, if Ferrandis has one kind of chink in his armor, I think he's just not typically, he doesn't usually start a series as strong as he can. I mean, we've seen it in the past where he's, he comes on strong at the very end. He'll be there in the end. I have, we, have, we know that, and he's a defending champ. But I think um, Forkner is going to need to attack uh, this championship right from round one, from the very first practice. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'll kind of watch for him to do because I think he knows that's what he has to do to put some space well, between him and him and uh, Ferrandez. But let's not attack it too much, Forkner, as we saw last year. Like, settle down. Settle down. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be a happy medium, too. Right. Um, you know, luckily, Forkner and Ferrandez, both of these guys have dealt with the pressure of A1 before, so they should be able to deal with it fine. Um, I think somebody that's not being talked about enough is Jeremy Martin. Um, yeah, I was just getting I mean, to him. A, There's a lot of J-Mart hype right now. There's a lot of J-Mart, yeah. like low-key guys who have seen him ride hype. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of on that bandwagon. Like, the guy's a winner, and, and he's so driven and hungry. And I thought he was pretty damn good at Monster Cup against a field of guys that he's not going to have to race now. Um, I think the Honda's gotten a lot better since the last time we saw him on it in Supercross. And I think he could absolutely be a title threat. So, I mean, I would put um, plenty of money on the title coming from those three guys. I like McAdoo to take a step up. Like He's never actually been healthy and on a, this kind of team. Uh, he was on Geico, but he was never healthy. He's never been this healthy, this much prep on this kind of team before, and his star is his star is rising for sure. He's training with AC. Nick Way's working with him. I think McAdoo could take a step up. I don't know about winning a race because Forkner and Ferrandis and Cooper and J-Mart have a lot of the wins accounted for right there. Um, but I think I think we could see Ramit. He's got one podium. I think we could see him multiple podiums this year. Yeah, I, I fully agree with you. I mean, he's on, in my opinion, you know, I think the best team, the best 250 team in the sport. Um, I, obviously, I have some firsthand experience there, and I have heard great things from Cameron as well. I think he has speed, which is a great thing, and I think the help of Nick and that team will help kind of uh, make that speed, speed a more kind of uh, usual, reliable thing to control each and every weekend. So I think he'll be in the mix as well. But, um <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. Multiple podiums, I think, is very much doable. He'll probably go home with multiple trophies. Getting a win will be tough. I agree there as well. Uh, because Forkner, you know, J-Mart, Ferrandis, and Justin Cooper, just they're going to be really, really nasty. Yeah, no, absolutely right. You almost feel like, like J-Coop's stats are amazing. Justin Cooper's stats for his career are amazing. They really are. If you look at his podiums and wins uh, and how many times he's hit the box in his career, indoors and out, are, are amazing. But I do feel like I do feel like he's a little bit behind Ferrandis and J-Mart and Forkner, right? But maybe not. Maybe the kid will, will rise above, above. It's hard to say. Um, you know, I, I, I agree a little bit, but he, he has the ability, I think, to get those good starts and run up front. So, yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how that goes. I mean, he was you know, well, was he East Coast last year? Yeah, yeah. Him and Sexton went down to the wire. Remember? Uh, That's right. Yep. So I mean, you know, Forkner was you know he wasn't crushing those guys, but he was, he was oh, better, right? He won, I don't, yeah, he won he, a lot of races. He Forkner was clearly better than those two. Yeah. So I mean, I think there's a jump there um, that he'll have to make, but um, but. Man, anything can happen. I mean, we we know we know the Star Yamaha is a really good and capable bike. So uh, I haven't heard any kind of whispers about 
any setbacks that he's had. So, you know, it, it sounds like what's really cool for us as fans, it sounds like Forkner, J-Mart, you know, Ferrandis, Cooper, and I'll even throw McAdoo and Hartraft in there. I don't think there's been any setbacks, and I think we're going to see the best that these guys can bring on Saturday, and it could be it should be really good racing, I think. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, 250 class oftentimes is, is going to be amazing. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by Get, Pro Taper, and Max's Paul Parabinos is on the line. Let's get to some calls here, Paul, because uh, the lines are almost full. Uh, first up, Raining Yellow, what's up? What's up? Two quick things. Uh, Forkner, last year, and I mean, I feel like did we all forget? Like it's been quiet on that end. Well, what do you mean? Did we all forget? I mean, like, like just the conversation now, like talking about the star and this and that, and it's like if Fortner's the same guy he was last year, but just even a pinch smarter, they're all done. Well, yes, but that's a big injury. It's a lot of time, exactly. and we like you know, um, so we need so to I, see that. Yeah, I think he's being quiet on his end. I mean, just to lay low and go out without, you know, people talking. And then my other thing is, are we going to have some whoops this year, or is it, or is it the, oh, well, the dancing we don't, jumping? We don't know. Deal? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, certainly, Parabinos, the whoops from our day uh, as a mechanic are gone for the most part. You know, listen, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, the whoops have definitely changed over the years, and I think we'll have whoops during the day but I'm not positive we're going to have anything challenging at night. Yep. Um, yep. That's I'll typically just, how it goes. How, so um, Yeah, yeah. How was it just last year, though? Like, like <laughs> we don't know. Like, this is American Supercross. We have whoops, you blitz them, you know? So, well, yeah. We, I don't know. So you, you guys hash it out, but ha- thank you guys. Have a good one. Right, thanks, Randy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whoops have gone away. The tougher whoops have gone away. We've, we see one or two sections a year, and they normally don't hold up. Um, from the day, and, and, and they end up being jumpers like Rennie Elsett. So that, I think at this point. Yeah, I mean, know. whoops in the early 2000s were, were gnarly, right? Yeah. Like they were really, really deep, and it was tough for anybody to go through them. It was typically just the top, you know, 10 guys in each class that would be able to get through them quick. Yep. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's changed a bit now, so um, uh, that's what we got. Let's go to Jonesy on one. Jonesy, what's up, man? Welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. What's happening? Hey, guys. What's going on? Happy season. Thanks. Hey, I got a question for you. Um, you mentioned it on your uh, Supercross review, as well as uh, I remember chatter about it at the Works Connection live show about Osborne making a secret bike change that never came out. Was oh. that ever revealed, or is it still top secret? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought we revealed it at some point. They were using uh, it was they were using 2018 motors for a long time. I never heard that. Yeah, and then they went. They were having some issues with the nineteen stuff, but, the, but then at some point they got the nineteen stuff figured out, and it was there were some improvements. Paul, do you know anything about this? I'm sure you do. Um, I, I, a little bit. I mean, but honestly, that's not really uncommon. I mean, they'll, they'll be there was multiple teams in the pits last year using year before stuff. There'll be teams in the pits this year doing. Use, I mean, I know for sure of a team that's using an old spec. Um, so it just. New bikes come out at a certain time. There's almost yeah. so much time to dial it in, and when you hash, you know, make a decision in December, sometimes you got to go with the old stuff. It's just better until you can fully yeah. develop some new stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think Jonesy it was uh, it was more like ignition and motor setup off of a off a of 18 that that was not as good as a 19, but they couldn't get the 19 quite right. And then Osborne said uh, a couple times that he really enjoyed once they got the 19 ironed out. He really thought it was a better package, so he was glad they got that figured out and went back to it. I don't know how mm-hmm. much credit it can be, but Zacho certainly thought it was pretty good. So, 
Sure. Uh, I got one fantasy thing too for you. All right. I know. I know you're not on the ACU bandwagon as much as I am. I'm. I'm driving the hype train. But what, what, what uh, do you, do you, what, purposes, you think? Do you think he's going to win? Like multiple not races? A cha- not a championship. Right. But I'd be surprised if he doesn't say take home at least one or two wins. Okay. All right. he's, he's just too damn good of a starter, and as you said yourself, his top end speed is way too high. Yep. So yep. one one thing I haven't heard him be mentioned that in the pulp league is triple crowns. I know we have our other triple crown favorites, but I think he is a. Very big favorite there. I mean, he just showed it the Monster Cup. Pretty obvious, I think. Yeah, the Monster Cup track is lame, though. And and who was there? Who was there? Well, I, like competitive rider wise, like. I get that. I just think he could start up front and run ten minutes fast, no problem. Yeah, but he makes mistakes. He does make mistakes. So can he do well, it for three times? Can he do it three times? He, he's not going to get eighteen wins this year, like your buddy. But he, right. he certainly will get get a couple, in my opinion. What do you think, Paul? Is AC more of a threat of triple crowns, Paul, than than a regular twenty minute plus plus a lap? I, I think he's an equal threat at either either format. I mean, I think Adams very very fit. Um, I mean, three starts and three shorter races. I don't. I'm not sure it lends itself to him. I mean, yeah, he's a good. He's he's an all around good package. I mean, the, the only thing that you know, he he just doesn't have experience really, right? In a in the 450 class in a long season. But, um, I mean, I kind of agree a little bit with what the caller is. I'm sorry, I missed your name, but what the caller is saying about him getting a win. I think if he if he races 17 races, if he's at every single one, he will win one of them. That's right. I I, I think that's a fair assessment. Right, Jonesy, do you want to set up pro taper tie downs? Oh hell yeah, those things are sweet, dude. They are sweet. Well, do you already have a set, Jonesy, and we're giving you another set? Okay, all right. I drill at my friends every time we go to the track. All right, we're going to stay on hold. Uh, Tits will get your information. We're going to give you a set of Pro Taper tie-downs. They're absolutely fantastic, all right? Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. No problem. Paul, did you help make those when you were at PT? Or did no, you have I, I redesigned. I redesigned packaging. That's about it. Okay, those. yeah, they're good. They're strong. Uh, all right, Cody's on, too. Cody, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Yeah, what's happening? Hey, say real quick, I was just curious, uh, Mike Williamson's departure from Kawasaki last year, obviously, you know, arguably, uh, besides yourself and Goose, he's probably one of the best oh, thank you. Uh, oh, thank mechanics you. and mechanics and chiefs around, right? I mean, Paul's just laughing. A lot of wins. <laughs> Mike's got a lot of wins in, in, in his belt, and I was yeah. just surprised. And maybe he's, he's, he's on a team that I don't know about, but with his... His knowledge and everything else, is he a part of the team? Is he back in the industry? Or? No, no, he's not, but it's more his choice. He never even tried to get back in. A uh, lot of travel, a lot of work, as, as Paul and I know. Um, he's doing some stuff with uh, UTVs, and I think he's at home, and he's yeah. you know enjoying that. Like I, I don't think he – when he first left the team or got fired or whatever, uh, he was like, I, I think I'm done. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I, I, it's, it's so much work, man. Uh, he's got young young family and everything, so yeah, no, he's he's just living life. Well, it's understandable. I mean, he he did you know win a championship or two with Langston and, and and Stewart and stuff. I was just surprised that somebody wasn't chomping at the bit to get his knowledge. And I mean, obviously he's he's got a couple decade career in the motocross, and I thought his his you know just mindset and technology would just be huge for another team in the industry. So yeah, no, I just think it was his choice. So I I, I understand it. Hey, Paul, so do you? I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, Mike has has three young kids. I think they're all under the age of four. So um, he's been doing it for a really, really long time. And and I think it would have been tough to go somewhere else. And even, you know, he was at a high level. We're talking high pay, too. So it's hard to find another gig like that. Yeah, absolutely. um, But but I think they've filled that role probably as best as they can. And I think that they have a really good guy over there now, Oscar. 
Cool. Thanks, man. All Thanks right, for the call. Fellas. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Appreciate it. Paul Parabinos on the line, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, presented by Pro Taper, Maxis, and Get. We're still giving away a Fly Racing work stand, right, Tits? Right, still? Is it the works one? Works stand, Does it yes. have the fold-down things on it? Is that what that is? Did I you, believe that's what dude, that is. Dude, you know Fly product like no other, so that's why I'm... I have a different stand, so that's the only reason why I don't uh, know about okay. that one specifically. Right. I'm sorry. All right, okay. So, hey, Paul, uh, A1 winner. Never mind the championship. A1 winner. Yeah. Does it come from? Um, does it come from anybody? What's the percent pie? It comes from anybody other than Eli, Anderson, Cooper, or Kenny. Uh, Eli, Anderson, Cooper, or Kenny. Yeah. Um, I mean, a one. You have to bump that up higher, right? It could be. It could be Zach Osborne. It could be Adam Cincerillo. Um, it could be Blake Baggett, uh, Anderson. Um, I don't know if you mentioned him or not, but um, but yeah, just. The percent it comes, with, I'll just go half. I guess fifty percent. Really? I mean, I that high, huh? If you're asking me, yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, it, my pick for this weekend is is going to be Kenny. I think he's just mm-hmm. historically he comes. I, I don't know what his off season prep is, you know exactly, but he shows up at round one and, and historically every single season ready to go. Like he, he's always on the podium. It seems indoors, outdoors, whatever. So. um uh, I, I, I have Kenny to win this weekend. I just think he'll he'll start out really fast, and the big question with him is how he finishes the season. I think that's right. kind of always how it's been. Um, and I'll go Forkner in 250 class. You know, Kenny called into the Pulp Show on Monday and said that he's going to, the first Supercross race he wins, he's going to give us the jersey from from the win. That's cool. So we need to hold, so maybe he'll go home with a jersey Saturday. Yeah, yeah, maybe I might get a jersey. Maybe we'll give it away on Pulp Fantasy. <laughs> You know, maybe that, that, that would be cool. That'd be even better. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Though. You're uh, telling me you don't. Want, yeah, don't you want that for the den? Yeah, I kind of want that for the den. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we can get two. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> hey, hey, give us another one. Um, yeah. Hey, somebody I wrote about uh, on my MX Vice column this week. Um, I, I'm, I I don't cheer for people necessarily. I cheer for stories because I'm in the media and everything else. But if there's one guy that I am kind of cheering for, it's Aaron Plessinger. I don't know him that well. We're not buddies. But every time I've ever interacted with him, he's been cool. Every time I've needed something in an interview, like he's always a great guy. He, he He's really funny. And he had a garbage year last year. And then that heel is a big-time injury. It, it's not, not, not something that you want to play with. And... Man, I, I don't know what AP's ceiling is, Paul, this year, but can he? I would just love him to be like a five to ten guy every weekend, maybe creep higher than that, and have a good season. I really cheer for Aaron Plessinger. Yeah, I mean that that'd be super cool. Uh, I mean, I think he's a really, really good dude. I I, I saw him maybe a month or so ago at, at Tickle's birthday dinner, and then he brought his son with him, and he's a good dad, and he's just a good human being, right? Right. So. Um, yeah, last year was extremely tough. The tough part was is he didn't get to race all the races because he got hurt. So um, I do think the learning curve for Aaron just takes a bit longer. So um, hopefully Yamaha doesn't you know, have to make a different choice here after this year. Obviously they have Ferrandez coming, so it's going to be tough. But it took right. him a while to figure out those 250 classes as well. I mean, he didn't win until his what fourth season, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like it took him a bit, t- bit of time. So you can't expect it, him to learn the 450 class any quicker, uh, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I think that would be awesome. I think the biggest kind of thing that he could do, again, is, is what Adam could do and any of these rookies could do, could do is, is, is just race 17 times. 
um, he'll learn a lot there. And um, but yeah, as a person, as somebody you want to see good, I don't think anybody would would disagree with you there. He's a, yeah. he's a cool dude. He's a good good dude. Yeah, I just want him to have a good, healthy year and build on what you know, build on what he can do. So that that's all. Sure. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Uh, we got a few lines open. Give us a call. Paul Parabino's on the show here. Randy Valade coming up. Fly Racing Moto 60 show. The first of 29 Thursdays that we'll be here. Well, I think 29 anyway. I think I'll be at all of them. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll be gone for something. But, um, hey, Hartraff, too. Uh, another pick, I think, sneaky good pick could be Brandon Hartraff this year. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's such a fit guy. He's such a strong guy. Um, and I think he's finally on a team that, that is uh, really going to elevate him. And, and I think the big addition over there is what a lot of people overlook is that they hired Adam from from PC uh, to go over there and be their suspension guy. So I, I think that team, while the riders, you know, on paper, it looks like they took a step, step back and they won't be title contenders. I think their team has improved. Um, so maybe they're, you know, building and setting up for the, for the future. But I think Hartraft, you know, from everything I've heard, I talked mm-hmm. to Tyler Keith a lot. We're really close friends. Um, everything's been really good coming from Hartraft all, all off season. No big setbacks. Right. Um, so I think if he could come out, you know, he's, he could easily be on the podium Saturday night, 100%. Be, be interesting to see what TLD does and KTM does with TLD at the end of the year. I think their deal is up as far as being a 250 team for them, uh, or unless something, mm-hmm. something new has happened. So I know there's been friction there before, and, you know, they need a year. They need a strong year, but they also, KTM didn't hire them, you know, the right guys to win races, in my opinion. Art Raff can get close. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with KTM, the T- TLD, and the 250 team at the end of 2020. Yeah, I mean, they're really, they, they, you know, when, when Shane decided to go to Star, um, you know, which was super tough, right? I mean, yeah. they, they agreed to let Shane sit sit out a race so he didn't point out, and then he jumps teams, switches yeah. teams. Like, you know, that was, that was uh, not a move that, TLD was fond of so um you know and they just plucked him out of Loretta Lynn's that's the only oh, place yeah. he's ever been I think it would have been the right thing to do just to finish the season with with TLD but you know Shane obviously thought he needed to go there to win or, or what have you, whatever his reason yeah were. yeah um but uh but yeah you know now it's a building year right so I think we saw Ice One Husqvarna in Europe do the same thing they couldn't go out and get a winner like they know that the win basically is coming from Hurlings and and Caroli and Geyser so mm-hmm. let's go get some guys that we can develop to win in like two three four years and yep. I think that's the mindset that they had with building KTM you know TLD's roster this year yeah yeah absolutely should be interesting to watch out last call for Paul Parabinos Shad what's up man Hey, how you doing? Yeah, the reason I was calling is because uh, Eli Tomac, every time he's close to a championship and uh, he loses, you know, the championship due to pressure and stuff like that, I was wondering if he started a poll or what the odds were that he loses it because of May, he's having a child due. And that pressure oh, child and everything else. No, I don't think so. Paul, you think there's anything to that? Eli's uh, fiance is expecting? I think their fiance, or maybe it's his girlfriend uh, still. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it'll affect him much at all. I mean, um, it, it can. I, I think it can have a positive effect on him. Uh, you know, he has he has a family to provide provide for. But uh, but but I mean, when when they're that small, it's not. You know, it's yeah. yeah they're just pissing and shit and sleeping, and, and it's it's a big change for the wife more so than I think the husband. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um, I, I think, I think yeah. 
yeah, I think I don't think I think it's a non-factor, honestly. And and Eli knows that he's just got to get it done this year. And um, I think he's going to be extremely hard to beat. I I think he could. Yeah, obviously we've talked about you know yeah. there's there's nothing more we can really say. Eli yeah. Eli is is one of the top two best guys or favorite guys. I uh, thanks, Chad. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I do I do think this is the year that uh, that Eli gets it done. I have no real proof or reason. I just think it is. I think he finally gets it done. Yeah, I mean, three-time outdoor champ. He's he's managed to let this thing slip through his fingers many times before. Um, I've heard some whispers about his preparation, and and honestly, I don't I don't look for him to start out crazy strong. I look for him to start out trying to get twenty points each weekend or, or, or mm-hmm. around there, right, or twenty-one points yeah. or so, right? Just yep. stay in the. All he has to do is stay in the hunt, and when the series leaves California, I think. Uh, he'll be very, very hard to beat. He just can't have that really big one where he finishes outside the top ten. He needs to be top three, top four, you know, every race. Yeah, he's had. God, he's had some weirdo races, right? Over the over the years. Yeah, yeah, unexplainable too. We don't know, um, but uh, but that's you know un- unique to Eli, and I think we're perplexed by it because we haven't really seen it out of any of the greats that have um, come before him. Um, you know these multi-time championship winning, you know, 450 guys. But um, but I do. I, I'm with you. I think he. Uh, you'd have to think he figures it out this year. I think that team has only improved. I think their bike has only improved. Um, so he'll. Yeah, he's he's going to be in it. 100%. Um, Chad Reed, final year. Our buddy Dan Truman has just been. <laughs> I mean, pray for Dan. Grinding. Right, pray for Dan. Um, yeah. I had lunch. I had lunch with him yesterday, and poor guy is is. He just—he's exhausted, right? He just hasn't been sleeping much. He's sick. He's been on the phone. He's been traveling. Uh, they put together an entire race effort in, in a matter of like two and a half, three weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But you know, I, I think expectations over there when it comes to Chad. I think Chad has turned that page where he's accepted retirement. He knows that this is the end. He's announced it to everybody. I yeah. think he's finally found that place. You know, and he knows kind of what his path is afterwards. I think he's going to do a lot of car racing afterwards. Um, and he's accepted it, so I think he's really going to enjoy it. I think uh, you know I'll be dropping by there every weekend just because I think um, the vibe's going to be great over yeah. there, and and um, I, I hope you know every stadium and every fan appreciates you know that Chad doing this kind of last last deal because um, I mean he's a legend for sure. As the guy's going to break hopefully the start record this weekend as well, um, so that'll be cool. And uh, I just hope yeah, he's. I hope, it doesn't sound like he's prepared as much as usual. Which is fine. It's going on, on his own terms. I get it, but I don't want to see Chad Reed missing main events. I don't. I please. I, I don't want to see that. I don't. I don't think we'll see that. Um, I think he's better prepared than he was in 2018, for instance, and, okay, and he didn't true. miss a main in 2018. Um, he didn't he miss a main that year. Okay. I don't believe he missed one due to. I mean, he might have missed one due to an injury or something. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. believe he ever like went to an LCQ and got fit. He actually I, made I it happen in the LCQs, right? I think you're right. I think he did yeah. make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah. so I believe we'll see him in every main event this year that he chooses to show up to and race as long as he's healthy. Um, right. But uh, because I do think he's going to be better than he was in 18. So, so yeah, so it'll be cool to see. Um, I, I know they're going to have a pretty special. Uh, set up for him on Saturday. He's filming stuff at the track today for a big retirement video, so that's going to be really cool. And I think anybody that goes to the yeah. stadium this weekend um, is going to get a real, real special treat. I'm glad they do that every weekend. He deserves it, and I'm, I'm stoked they're going to do that. Uh, although by round 12, I'll be sitting in the press box being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," but I'm still glad they do it. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably, all right, yeah. all right, Paul. Thanks very much for the time. Appreciate it. Paul Mix Fantasy as well. Sign up, people. It's not too late. Twenty nine ninety five. Uh, no, wait, thirty four ninety five for the thirty four night for the year. 
499, yeah. Yep, got it. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. All Appreciate right. It. Thank you. Later, Steve. See you. Uh, all right, well, from that, we'll go right into our next guest from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, official bar and sprocket of Geico Honda, JGR, and many more. Randy Valade, what's up? Randy, how are you? I'm doing good, Steve. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. No problem. Um, Thanks for having me. So, and you're, so we were just talking about Chad Reed. You guys are a big part of Chad Reed's program again for this year? We are, we are this year, yep. So we're, uh, he's using everything that we're offering right now. Bars, sprockets, drips, the whole nine yards. So nice. Looking forward, to seeing how, so looking forward to how he's doing this year. Yeah, what, where do you stand on him? Where do you, where do you, what do you think? Like, it doesn't sound like he's coming in, you know, grinding out laps and, and all of that. And I, as I said to Paul, or as I said to Paul there, I just, I don't want to see Chad Reed struggling to make mains like we saw him LCQ at Monster Cup. And, and Tevin Tapia was all over him. And I'm no offense to Tevin Tapia, but I don't want to see that. No, I, I think uh, I think he's coming in a little under the radar. I think he he should be good this year, to be honest with you. I think he doesn't have – obviously, I don't think there's really any pressure, right? I mean, maybe a little bit he puts on himself. But uh, I think at the end of the day, I think he'll be a, a main event guy each weekend, and hopefully he's not struggling. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, right? Just, yeah, come on. Let's 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 make this thing like right around the top ten every year or every week. Let's lead some – if he leads laps and, and or leads a heat race or whatever, like that's awesome. That's all we need. Yeah, for sure. Right? That's, that's all we're looking for. That's all right. we're looking for. <laughs> Just bring it, home, bring it home. So, hey, you went over from Answer to Pro Taper, of course, for this yeah. year. Is that the reason why Antonio Caroli left Answer? He couldn't – he needed you? Uh, I mean, more than likely, probably, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the same thing with Prado, you know. I mean, they, they, they needed me. But, uh, yeah. no, it was uh, – you know, that was a three-year deal that um, was at the end of the, of the contract. And, um I can't really speak too much on, on behalf of the answer side, but I know that they uh, they unfortunately couldn't come to an agreement for, for the next yeah. couple of years, and uh, it looks like Thor jumped on board, and uh, yeah. good for those guys. Yeah. I'm interested, though, for an American-based company like Answer, and you were there for so long, did you see Did you see a bump? Did you see uh, something happen stateside from sponsoring You know, one of the greatest motocross racers who ever lived? I don't know if it, it's so much on stateside, right? On, on our international business, 100%. Oh, okay, you know? so mean, international help, though, yep. yep. Inter- for sure. And, we, you know, we picked up, uh, I shouldn't say we anymore, but Answer, I picked up um, beer as a distributor, and they a very big account for them, and uh, they, they are definitely moving the product based off, I think, those top guys yep. riding for them. You know? Okay. Um, stateside, I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I don't think a lot of the the American fans are watching the GPs anymore, you know, or at all. I guess yeah. I should say. I'm with you. Like, it's curious for me. Like, yeah, uh, you know, growing the international business is great, but you also hope to grow the domestic business a little bit when you spend that kind of money on that those guys, you know. Um, but but yeah, like the 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 typical motocross supercross fan in America. I mean, they don't even they know who Antonio Caroli is, maybe, but that's about it. You know, that is, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I think the racing over there is phenomenal, you know, and especially in the GP class and then even in the MX2 class, you know, uh, I mean, Prado dominated quite a bit last year, but I think this year with him moving out, that, that class could be really good this year. What's your, is Eli Tomac going to get this thing done, Randy? Is he finally going to, I mean, I'm talking championship. Is, is he finally going to get yeah. this thing done? I mean, you would think you'd have to, right? <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I feel like it's his time, you know, I mean, he, he Year after year, he seems to always be the fastest guy, but yet something always happens where he just can't put it all together. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't put money on it, but I think this might be his year. I do too, and I have no, I have no things I've heard or no reasons why. I just think he makes it happen. I think it's finally time. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, if, it, if it's not him, who do you think? Well, 
I would go with Kenny. I think. I mean, I, I was just saying this on Monday, and everyone was like, "Oh, the, the, the defending champion." You're just, you know, you're. Not. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> Coop's awesome. I mean, he won the most races last year. I just, I feel about Coop like I feel about Anderson when Anderson won. You know, yeah. I guess maybe yeah. that's bad, but yeah, hard to say. I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I think Cooper's going to be good again this year. Um, do I think he wins as many races as he did last year? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's hard to say too, right? I mean, everyone's got to stay healthy, and I guess we'll see when the gate drops. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it'll be it'll be good. Anaheim one is so interesting always to me. I mean, yeah. it's just it's the best race of the year. It really is. It really is. No one no one knows what's going to happen. No. 702-586-7857. Got our call uh, call in. Uh, we're still giving away a fly race and work stand. Uh, Randy Vallette from Pro Taper on the line. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis, of course. Thank you for listening to this debut of Fly Racing Moto 60 show for the year. Uh, really appreciate it. Fly Racing, Get, Pro Taper, and Maxis all on board with us. Uh, have you heard about this Bernard Kerr guy running Maxis tires? This downhill mountain biker. He's racing at a hunt. I have not. Okay, he's a downhill. He's a world class downhill mountain biker, and he is racing Anaheim One on a 450. And uh, he's been taking some some tips from McGrath and, and and different guys, and and he's never really raced at this level ever before. So this should be great. Um, has anyone seen him ride? Yeah, he's. Uh, okay. We're hoping for a night show. He's hoping for a night show. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So okay. That'll be that'll be that'll be the the goal. Look, we talked one fast lap. Yeah, no, exactly. Although, like I was telling him on a podcast I did, the C practices and putting one fast lap is hard to do because there's flags flying. Oh, boy. So, hey, 250-wise, Paul and I broke it down. We think we know who's riding which coast, but, you know, we never know for sure because of the – the uh, the incredible communications we have in this sport. But Forkner, Ferrandez, and J-Mart, right? Seem like they're they're in it? I mean, I would think, yeah, I mean – Brandis is going to be tough to beat, I feel like. I think he's, yeah, he's got a lot of momentum. He looked great last year. And, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think Forkner, I mean, he was dominant last year until he got hurt, unfortunately. So, who knows? It's it's going to be, should be a good series. I mean, what, who are some other guys we, we could throw in there? Uh, well, J-Mart, A-Mart, um, you know, uh, Jet Lawrence, Justin Cooper's in it, Moseman, yep. Drake, Hartraft. Yep. Hartraft could yep. be a surprise. I think Hartraft could be really good. I think he's gonna. He's on a good bike now, and I think yeah, he could be. He could surprise a lot of people. I feel like big year for the TLD guys and McAdoo. McAdoo's gonna be the other PC guy. He's working with AC and Nick. You know, so yeah. I feel like McAdoo might take a step up. I, I agree with you 100 percent on that. I agree. I actually haven't spoken to Nick in in a couple of weeks, so I haven't gotten any updates on the, on that crew over there yet. Right. But, right. Uh, I I would assume they're both solid. I feel like NYK is has gone underground a little bit. I've texted with him. I've not gotten some responses. I, sometimes I get a, a response of something something dumb, but I'm trying to dig for information. He's not really giving it up, Randy. NYK. He's, he's being very. He's too, uh, he's too busy rebuilding Husky 65s and stuff, man. He ain't got you know. He's, he's busy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah busy. Maybe, maybe that's it. Um, <laughs> hey, where do you what? Um, where do you stand on Justin Barsha? Big contract year for him. He, you know, he's mentioned that a few times. Uh, obviously, yeah. Ferrandez is looking over at Yamaha, thinking he's going to go there, and Yamaha is going to want him to. But Barsha, where where do you think? Oh man, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, he comes out and wins last year the first race, right? I mean, uh, oof. yeah, I know it was a little bit a little sloppy, but I mean, I think he, I I can't see him being a championship contender, to be honest with you. Could he could he grab a win? Um, I think he could grab a win. Yeah, or at least a, or at least a podium. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Triple crowns, right? Triple crowns. Justin Brighton, another guy that excels at those things. Eli Tomac's really good at triple crowns, even though he says he hates them. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still hard to say. I mean, I unfortunately haven't been out to money in the tracks to see what's been happening. Right. Uh, the new gig's got me a little bit, a little bit busy these days, but uh, now it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to get to the race on uh, Saturday and see, see how everyone looks. Yeah, it's well. That's the thing, though. We were just talking about this on Monday's show. Like these test track guys and the test track heroes and all the buzz you hear. I get it. I mean, I've been there. I, I get it. But you ride the same track, the same six inch groove around the Supercross track for for months, and maybe you are going to get really good. But guess what? That's not Anaheim. So I don't. I know Paul is a big. Hey, I hear this. The test tracks. I hear this, and and I get it. Yeah. Some of, sometimes that works, but for me. I don't buy into that a little bit. I'm like, man, things happen, pressure, different tracks, uh, all of that. Things things are so different at these at the actual real races to me. I, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are fast during testing, right? Um, like you mentioned, you watch some of these videos, and it's literally a one-inch <laughs> ride around the whole entire track. They continuously ride, yeah. you know, lap yeah. after lap. Um, they're also not dropping a gate, so who knows how their starts are. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that plays into effect, and uh, – Yes, yep. we'll see. Yeah, for me, it's like, hey, Christian Craig's flying. All right, I get it. Craig's a great rider, but I, you know, I would need to see him at a at a real race. Yeah, and the good thing about Craig, he typically gets good starts, so that's always an added benefit there. Yep. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Also, too, Randy, are you all signed up for Paul Mex Fantasy again? I am not currently signed up, but I'll be signed up by tomorrow. You will be signing up for Industry Idiots as well. Uh, industry idiots, I, I, I signed up for. Yes, I'm in on that one. I just need to sign up for the uh, the Supercross Motocross. I'm gonna try to win that bike this year. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a big rider, I know. <laughs> yeah. How's your 08 CRF doing? Still flat tires. Well, it was an 06. It was an 06, and I've uh, I have sold the 06. Oh, I did not know this. And I I am currently bikeless right now. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, Maybe maybe you win the blue crew. Um, but I mean, I, I did ride a little bit though at the end of last year, this last year. So, oh, you did? I mean, oh, I did. Yeah, and I've been having this, you know, maybe this idea that I might go back to Loretta's when I turn forty next year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, so. that would that would be big if 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 RJV gets back on the saddle and like has to train and ride. That would be big. I don't know about the training part of it, but we can definitely do some riding. <laughs> you can definitely do riding. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, hey, so the the Pulp Mex Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't know how many people are aware of this, but Jerry is riding 450 on the West. Oh boy. I mean, I I I, I have a hard time picking Jerry. <laughs> I really do. I mean, not, nothing against him at all. I, I don't personally really even know him all that well. But yeah. man, I have had some tough, some tough fantasy days <laughs> with Jerry. Jerry. Hey, he, he's gonna be able to put a lap in. He will put a lap yeah. down. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. So yeah. Um, but, I mean, do you, do you think he makes the main? Dude, I. Here's the thing. Like we've seen some guys, Tevin Tapia, going back to him. We've seen guys make mains at Anaheim one that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then yeah. some and then some guy like some some heavy hitter doesn't. So yeah, for sure. No, we see it every year. Right. Every year. I mean, what is it? Yeah, but that's a risky pick. I mean, is he going to be an eighteen? Yeah. Oh, I would think so. <laughs> he would have to be, right? He'd have to. Be. He, he would yeah. have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I, I agree. So, uh, Randy Valade from Pro Taper on the line here, and also another guy coming in under the radar. Uh, I meant to talk to uh, Paul about this guy, but he is a pro taper guy. Uh, Jason Anderson. Like, I feel like 
Look, he had one terrible race last year as a defending champion and one good race, and then he got yeah. hurt. And yeah. outdoors was just so-so, but he, he is more of an indoor guy. I feel like Anderson yeah. is coming in way under the radar. I'm with you 100%. I, that's the one guy that I could see getting in the mix and, and definitely getting a win or two and possibly being you know, the fight for the championship at the end. I think, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, a lot of people aren't really talking about him, but, I mean, I'm assuming the guy's putting the work in and going to be ready, right? I mean, that's what they get paid to do. I think he likes to tell people or act like he doesn't put the work in, but we, he, you, you can't be as good as he is without doing it. Right, right. No, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? So for me, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, what if Anderson just comes out at NIM1 and makes a statement? I, I could see it. Really? I could see it 100%. Yeah. yeah. I could. I yeah. could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think there's, I think there's a, you know, I think um, Osborne could be solid. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think there's, there's the, the class is stacked like it is year after year, but. Yeah, hard to say. I think AC is going to be solid too. Yeah. Um, I mean, he looked great at Monster Cup, right? So, yeah. I feel like I feel like Monster Cup. Adam was great, but as I said to the caller yeah. earlier, the track at Monster Cup was super basic, and the the depth wasn't there. I'm, I, I mean, I'm I'm on the AC bandwagon as being like he's going to win heat races, he's going to qualify fastest, and he's going to be balls fast, but he'll also make a mistake here or there. No, I can get on board with that. I agree. I agree. Right, right. I mean, yeah, we, we didn't we didn't have whoops uh, at Monster Cup, but I think he's. I mean, we know he's he's pretty good in them, so yeah. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Right. Um, not to mention they're usually not that big these days. So, do do you think yeah. he wins some races this year? Do you think he wins some mains? I think he wins at least one. Really? Okay. All right. So yeah. I, I'm not on board with that. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. You know, like I'm, yeah. it wouldn't be like this big shocker. Like, I just I don't know if he wins a main. Like you look at yeah. you look at. You know, Osborne and Plessinger and, and these guys. And it's like, when's the last time a rookie won a main event? It's been a while. Barsha did. Um, yeah. Dungy did, obviously. I mean, we're going back ways. Our RV did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. in the recent years, you know? I think if there's a guy to do it, I think I think Adam is the guy, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think, uh, he, he, you know, he's got a good teammate, I'm sure. You know, he's been putting in the work, I'm sure. You know, Nick's, right. Nick's not a slacker by any means. So, uh, right. Yeah. Not well, looking forward to it. Yeah, well, if you look at the title's probably going to come down to an Alden Baker guy because that's what always happens in life. <laughs> Typically, yes. Right. Typically, yeah. Right. So, yeah. uh, that's yeah. if, if if AC was able to pull off a miracle or or whatever, then that'd be pretty cool that uh, a non Alden Baker guy wins a championship. But good God, that that, that yeah. that's all where we're at. So, Coop Webb, Zach Osborne, and Jason Anderson. Yeah, should yeah. be your champion. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Could be, right? could be. That's but, what I mean. I, I, I just, I just have a feeling Tomac gets it done this year. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, let's take a call here from Alec. Alec, you got a Marvin Muskan question? Yeah, I know Marvin's going to be out for the rest of Supercross because yep. he blew his knee out. Yep. But do you guys think he's going to be any threat outdoors, or do you think he's going to be have to race himself back into shape, even though he's been off the bike for so long? Uh, Randy, have you ever done an ACL? Did you ever do that? I never did. I no. was fortunate enough to to have good knees through my somewhat of professional career. Somewhat professional. Um, Canadian Championship. <laughs> let's, let's let's not forget that. Um, right. What do you think though? What how how do you think he's going to become the opener? I mean, we've seen like Stu tore his ACL like mid January, yep. and it was tough to get back for Glenn Helen, but he did, and then he whooped everybody. Um, yep. uh, so Marvin's AC was ACL was probably done like a month ago. It looked like three weeks ago yep. the surgery. So. He's a month ahead of Stu, let's say. So where are you at, Randy, with, with coming out at, at I, I, Hangtown? 
I think he'll be fine. I mean, I don't know if he comes out and wins. I think he'll he'll definitely need to kind of race himself back into it. But um, I mean, that's a long time from now, right? I mean, that's I guess I haven't even started thinking about outdoors. But uh, yeah, I, I, hard to say. I mean, Marv's good, right? I mean, he's good year after year after year. I don't see. I mean, this is going to be a, probably his longest setback in quite some time. But yeah. I mean, I think when he does come back, he's going to be solid. Does yeah. he win? I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think anyone beats Tomac outdoors. I mean, but. Right, maybe a race here or there. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Alec, uh, it's it's a good question for sure. And I haven't. I'm like Randy. I, Alec, how can you be thinking about outdoors right now? Like, <laughs> I'm just just looking forward to the future to see. I, I just was curious what you guys thought. Yeah. Do you uh, do you want to work? Do you want to fly racing uh, stand work stand? Yeah, absolutely. All right, stay on hold. Tits will get your information. All right. Okay. All Thanks. right. Thanks to Fly Racing for giving away that stand. We have Get, Pro Taper, Maxis all on board with us, Randy Valade. Randy, before we let you go, like, what's it been like? So you've done the answer thing for a number of years, and that's a bit of a rush uh, for Anaheim yeah. and getting everything else ready. But I imagine, Randy, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the Pro Taper thing has been more hectic coming up to Anaheim 1 than, than a gear gear part? I would say yes. You know, I mean, typically for, for us, you know, I, I try to order all their products um earlier you know at the end of last year so that they have everything the trucks are stocked and everything um you know waiting on a few last minute things to come in but yeah it's definitely been stressful um you know it, there's a lot more product going out than there is in the gear side you know i don't got yeah. to take a few sets of gear each weekend but uh it's been hectic but i mean it's nothing that we can't handle and uh we're moving forward i'm, I'm looking forward to it um new gig has been good very busy but um Learning, learning some new things on, on the hard part side of it. You know, I've been in the apparel side for 14 years now, so I kind of had that that nailed down. But uh, yeah, coming along. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Should be good. What uh, did you pick up? Any smaller teams or anybody else that that we should be know that we should know about? Did you did you su- support anybody smaller? Not really. I mean, we have the Geico team, Husky, obviously, yep. JGR. Um, I did do the Chad Reed deal here, kind of last minute for his program. Uh, and obviously, we help out some some privateers and other guys too. But uh, no other no other teams. I mean, yep. we help out the, the EBR Yamaha team once they head back yeah. east for the 250 class. But uh, yeah, all in all, kind of the same program we had in 2019. So. Right. When you when you help these teams out, you you would would you prefer or does it matter? Does it matter what bar they run, whether it's the original, you know, crossbarless bar or the fusion bar? Does it matter to you? Do, would you say, hey, we'd like you to run the crossbarless bar because that is sort of a pro taper thing? Um, it doesn't really matter no. to me. You know, I mean, we're, we're trying to sell all the bars, so whatever one they feel most comfortable with and can do their best with, I'm I'm happy to supply that for, to them. So, what's the breakdown for the, do you? Have, do we have a little bit of both with the, all these guys uh, and riders? We we do. It's actually probably about fifty fifty who okay. runs the you know the Evo versus the the Fusion bar. So yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty close. Okay, yeah, that's interesting to me. I just, you know, the Pro Taper brand. Since you guys basically invented the crossbarless bar uh, back in the yep. day with Bradshaw and all that, like that—that that to me has always just been a Pro Taper thing. It's just I don't know. It, it really is, you yeah. know. I mean, I even back when I raced, I, I was a, a crossbar guy forever, right? Yep. I was a, yep. to be honest, I was a Renthal guy, and um, I remember when the first time I went to Canada, and they're like, "Hey, you're running the the Renthal Fat Bar," and I'm like, "Nah, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, that's the bar that we're contracted to run. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess we're running that. And <laughs> it's, it's just more of a mental thing than anything, right? I mean, yeah. the performance of the bar is is, is pretty similar yep. at the end of the day. I mean, obviously the crossbar is a little more rigid, but, I mean, yep. it was a visual thing for me. I, I enjoyed the crossbar. I always just looked at the crossbar, and that was kind of what I wanted to run. But I got used to it quick, and now I'm I'm an Evo guy. I don't even run the crossbar one anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So w- the other guy that was at Pro Taper before, we talked to him a lot about this. When is the Sela, Sela uh, starting device yep. dropping? 
Sella. Sella. Starting device. Okay. Um, I just got the final samples in the other day, actually. Um, we had a little bit of a setback on, on some an internal part on it that we, we wanted to make sure is completely correct before we obviously bring it out to market. So yep. um, we're going to be introducing it at the Tucker show uh, at the end of January. And it's looking like we will probably have them available for the consumers April 1st, April 1st. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is, this thing's pretty cool. This is neat. We saw, really we've cool. seen yeah. it. We've seen it for a while. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, it's definitely for a guy that that's racing, you know, I mean, it's, it's easy. You, you, you twist it yourself and then you just hit, you know, ride and hit the front brake and it latches. You don't need somebody to help you, yep. you know, 40 guys down the starting line <laughs> trying to pull down the handlebars. You know, so. <laughs> no, hey, and, and with, with Supercross uh, spring rates, like, dude, it's hard. It is really hard. It is really hard. <laughs> like when, when I was mechanic for A-Ray, like I was like, what? I can't do this. I uh, yeah, do I yeah. pull down? Do you pull down? Like, it's super weird. So <laughs> On three. On three. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Do we yeah. go on three or do we go after three? Like, <laughs> the, the whole thing. So. Uh, so. Hey, hey how, can we talk about Marty? Oh, uh, we. You know what? I didn't even bring Marty up in the show, but we can. Yes. Let's end it that way. Let's, let's end okay. it. I mean, I feel like Marty's. I feel like he's coming in hot. I do. He is going to surprise some people this weekend. Uh, I agree. I agree. And by by surprise people, I just mean like five to ten. Like I'm not, not yeah. I'm not claiming podiums, you know what I mean? But but he's gonna oh, be yeah. on he's gonna be on a on a really good bike, and yep. no one's gonna talk about him. And Marty doesn't bring a lot of attention to himself, but dude, he'll be good. I, I agree with you 100. percent I think he's gonna be good. Like, I do, I do. I might even I might even pick him in fantasy the first week. I wonder what our experts put him as uh, for a handicap. I wonder. Oh, I wonder too. Yeah, I like I feel like he should probably be about be about a four or five. Mm, I was gonna say like a six. Really? If he's a six, yeah. watch. I'll I'll take him and then pick break my keyboard, like so I never <laughs> so I don't have to change. Well, like I feel I feel like if he's a six, everybody picks him. Dude, and you know uh, he's gonna okay. hey, and you know he's gonna lay down a lap. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and he'll be in seated, right? I would, think I, he, I would think I would think he would have to be right. It's a factory bike, like it's basically Baggett's and Bogle's bike, right? So I feel like, right. even though he's Team Tedder, I feel like he'll be in seated. I, I would think he would be, but who knows? You you never know. Right? right. <laughs> you know. No, you never know. He and he might lose a front end at some point in the yeah, main event. Well, he's, he's he's good at that. Yep. He's, he's good also at that. good at that. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Randy. Well, we're going to be having you on the show a lot more this year. ProTaper dot com. Uh, look forward to it each and every Thursday. Thanks for the support of this thing. And uh, no we will see you this weekend, man. Thanks. All right. See you guys Saturday. Take care. Thank All you. All right. See you. That's Randy Vallade, everybody. And uh, earlier was Paul Parabinos. First edition of the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Maxis, Pro Taper, and Get. Tits, how was it being back there? It was a hit. It was, it was a hit? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, fantastic, everybody. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Fly Racing. Live show tomorrow night at the Catch in Anaheim. It's sold out, though. No tickets for you. See you next week. I was born.